Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Rev. Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. My guest today is Rev. Donna Apodoni, well known for her work with CAP Radio as host of Morning Edition and CAP Radio Reads. She's also an interfaith minister ordained in New York in 2009. She is a speaker at half a dozen congregations and the teacher designer of the Transformation Path. Donna and I decided to take on a spiritual discipline this in the summer to deepen our inner lives, and this series, 12 Powers of the Soul, is the result. Welcome, Donna. What's our topic for today? Nice to be here, Deborah. Our topic today is grace. Grace. Now, I have to say this is the last in our series of our superpowers. It has been something that I've really have appreciated you allowing me to be part of because these were all topics that I personally and spiritually felt that I needed to explore. So it's nice to be able to do that with you and with our with our listeners. But here we are at the end, and this is a doozy. Grace. It's big. It is big, and it's so, I don't know, it's just... Obviously, I'm stammering here because it's like, how do you talk about something that's so, what, ephemeral? It's just, yeah, how do you grab onto grace? And how do you talk about it from a spiritual perspective? Do you have any ideas to start with? Or am I putting you on the spot? (laughs) Yeah, sort of. One of the first things, well, I knew going into this, I knew the last one would be grace when we started the series. And I knew that I've never really had a relationship with the concept of grace as a lot of Christian spirituality looks at it. Uh, that that um, forgiveness, automatic um, forgiveness of sins that God grants to humans, I never that never really resonated with me. So I knew this would be a little bit of a, a stretch for me. And that's good. But sitting with this topic, as I always do before we get into this, just just understanding that something's going to come to me and it'll explain everything. I came, what came to me was the only phrase that I know in the Italian language. I have an Italian surname, but don't let that fool you. I know very little about anything in Italy, uh, very little about food, very any of it. But this phrase came to mind that I heard a lot of people saying at the beginning of the pandemic. The sentence is, andra tutto bene, everything will be okay. And I don't know exactly why that came to me on the topic of grace, but I found it reassuring. Maybe not that grace automatically undoes my sins, but maybe that grace allows everything to be okay. And that's what I can go forward knowing and being confident about. That's really an interesting in way to uh, come at it. I mean, I think when you talk about, let, let's back up and the, the, the idea that the grace of God, um, that implies to me that there is that God up there who's manipulating things and, you know, like a king or something and, and says, you know, I, I, I give you grace and I'm not going to send you to the gallows or, or whatever, and um, I'm going to have mercy. And to me, grace and mercy are two different things. And Do we have I to love... explore mercy too? Well, let's try not to. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, we we may have to because, um, I, I, and that just came out of my mouth. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's just that that grace and mercy are in my head are different things because mercy is something that comes from can come from other human beings. I don't think grace comes from other human beings. I think grace is an energy. It's um, it's like, well, Eric Butterworth wrote a book called The Universe is Calling, and it's one of my very favorite books. And in there, he has a definition for grace. And he says that grace is when things things are never as bad as they could be, and they're always better than you expect them to be. For me, that 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 was a great definition of grace. It's like that, but it's but it's an energetic thing for me, graces. It's not anything that anybody else can give you. It's not something you can earn. It's just there. Yeah. Which is probably why it's hard to talk about. Yeah, it is hard to talk about. It's it that explains why it's so hard to define. Grace has some other definitions too that have nothing to do with spirituality, but they do set me in the right direction as I think about them. For example, if one did not pay one's bills on time, there would be a grace period. Right. Sort of a, a spin on that forgiveness theme. There's the prayer before a meal that's called grace. Again, sort of clearing the slate before you sit down to partake in a meal. There are some other definitions that I thought are interesting. Of course, there's that elegance. You know, somebody is very graceful as they're walking down the street. A courteous goodwill. Courteous goodwill was a definition of grace that I found. And then a divinely given talent or blessing. He graced us with his singing that sort of definition. All of those lead me in a direction that I like. Not the forgiveness of sins, but the allowing that there is something bigger than myself that exists that that makes sure that everything will be okay. And you use the word blessing at least twice, if not three times in, in all of that. And um, we'd probably have to look up the word blessing. For me, it is, it is, blessing and grace are very, very similar in my head, because it's, it is, it's coming back to saying it's okay. It's coming back to saying, you know, it may not feel comfortable right now, but, you know, by the grace of, by grace, not even by the grace of God, just by grace, we will get through this by grace because things are, you know, like I said, never as bad as you think they could be and, and possibly often better than you expect them to be. And if you live in that kind of consciousness, then there there is that ability, I think, to to be with what is in the moment, knowing that it's going to that it's not permanent. That everything will be okay. I wonder if we would be having a different conversation if we were around a couple hundred years ago. Because in looking up the definitions of grace, I also noticed the origins of the word. It was used in Middle English a lot, and it comes from the Latin gratus, which also means grateful, thank you, thankful. So it's related to gratitude in that respect. And then I found a chart about the use of the word grace. A chart? A chart, like a graph. 
on how often and in what eras people use the word grace. It was used a lot in the first half of the 1800s, and then it kind of made a slow fade. And then after 1905, 1910, it had very low ratings, not, not much usage at all. So it's not surprising that we're having a little bit of trouble understanding it and a little bit of trouble defining it. It's not a part of our regular usage as it was a couple hundred years ago. We would be having a different conversation if we were around then, and it would not be on Zoom. Well, that, that that's kind of a given, but that's really interesting. And honestly, I think grace has has been re- relegated to to religion. I mean, uh, in ter- spiritually, I mean, there are graceful people, and there's graceful, you know, th- that whole thing about elegance and um, manners and just being uh, in a world. Uh, also, I know there's also the idea of, of going through life gracefully, which means in my head, not not fighting, not going against the flow if you're being graceful in the way you deal with things. Um, but yeah, from a spiritual perspective, certainly grace has been relegated to, you know, something perhaps that God might met out if God were in the right mood. I always want God to be in the right mood, don't you? Well, the thing is, in my world, God is not moody (laughs) to begin with. God is just is. And it's what we, uh, you know, it's what what we co-create with that energy is is what we get in our lives. Um, I was just looking at blessing, just, I was curious. And one of the, one of the definitions there is to consecrate or sanctify and to make holy, make sacred, or set apart. And in some respects, I think we also think of anybody who gets grace has been set apart somehow, that they're special. That that uh, definition really makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. Yeah. Um, and when the truth is, is that I think we all walk in grace every day. We do. We do walk in grace every day. We just don't always feel it or recognize it. I can tell you with greater certainty which days I do not operate in grace than which days I do. But really, if you explore that, even those days I'm operating in grace, I'm just not feeling it in a certain way. And even that recognition, that recognition that today is not a day of grace is incorrect, but it sets me on the right path to understanding what grace is really is. And we know it when we feel it. We know it when we don't feel it. Even if it's hard to define for us, even if it's not necessarily a word that we use very much, we recognize it. We know what it is. I, you were talking about people gracefully walking I remember being in college and living in a fairly small college town and feeling a little self-conscious sometimes when I'd walk down the street. And one day I was walking down the main street. It wasn't very crowded at all. It was early in the morning. I was walking down the main street of the small college town and peripherally caught um, a, a vision of somebody walking on the other side of the street who was just like, so graceful, just really gliding down the street. And I remember thinking, boy, I wish I could have the grace of that person 
And then I looked over and on the other side of the street was a storefront with a lot of glass windows. And I was actually seeing my reflection in the glass windows. So I was the graceful person who I wanted to be. Wow, that is amazing. That is that is one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. Isn't that a cool thing? That is. We never see ourselves the way other people see us. We always see ourselves a little bit differently. Yeah. I was looking for that grace and already had it. Even if we don't, and that, that's more of the physical end of grace. It's not really what we're talking about. But I'm thinking I can extrapolate. If I were graceful walking down the street and kind of gliding and not knowing it, perhaps on the spiritual level, I have had grace all along and just don't see it every day. Well, and when I extrapolate that, I go to the go to flow. You are flowing down the street. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and you know, being in the flow of life, not going against the energies, not fighting against what's happening, uh, because really, that's what it what it what it comes down to, right? Is there's a situation, whatever's going on in our lives, and we look at them and we can resist them and we can fight it and we can be all. Um, I don't want it to be this way and try to make things be different. Or we can accept what's going on in the moment and go with that flow. And then when that starts to happen, maybe that's when grace, quote, kicks in because you're you're going with with the flow and then the the answers start to come then you're able to open up and see more things so as, as long as you're resisting all you're doing is resisting and you're shutting everything else out so the grace is there but maybe we're not always open to it or accepting it you know one of the one of the, the, the things that is said around where i work a lot is we need to do the let's do this with grace and ease and sometimes it's set in such a way that it's like you're yeah 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 you're really graceful and easy right now <laughs> we got to do this with grace and ease um but that i don't know the more we talk about this the more i am connecting grace with that easy that with flow flowing with the 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 universal energies flowing with your life flowing with just flowing we have what we need whether, yes. we, whether or not we recognize it, recognizing it is grace. We're always going to have what we need. The grace might be the recognition. And that comes with a certain spiritual maturity, which is probably why we don't always see it, because we're hardly any of us that spiritually mature. We always have those, those moments when we don't have it. But that also explains the last line of that wonderful old hymn called Amazing Grace. It ends with, and grace will lead us home. Yes. Yeah. That sort yeah. of answers the whole question of defining grace. Grace will lead us home. It's taking us where we need to be. Andra tutto bene. And you just answered a question I have had for the last 12 weeks, which was, why was grace last? And you just said that um, something about us being uh, recognizing it. And so recognizing that we have everything that we need in the moment, recognizing our power of perception, recognizing enthusiasm, recognizing truth, recognizing discernment, recognizing wisdom, recognizing imagination and order, and recognizing our hearts, recognizing the courage that we actually have, and recognizing 
our abundance. I mean, that all comes down to, did I miss one? I missed one, recognizing our faith. Hmm. So this is the logical uh, thing to be talking about at the end of this series, because grace, I think you're right, grace is um, partly when we recognize who we are and the power that that lives within us. It's also good to remember that this is a series about our superpowers. Yes. So everything you just mentioned, each of those is a superpower that we already have, and it's up to us to recognize it. That includes grace. We have grace. Even if we can't really quite define what it is, it's there, it's available, it's in us, it's around us. And what makes it a superpower is that recognition. So how do we recognize these things? You know, what is it? What is it that in us? I mean, I guess I think part of it is wanting to, wanting to see more, wanting to uh, see more within ourselves, and wanting to have a higher quality of life, so to speak, from the inside out. Um, but how do you recognize grace? How is a fascinating question. I don't have an answer to that. Neither do, do I. No. Um, well, actually, maybe maybe it would be about stopping. Maybe it's about that that moment. Sometimes when you're in the throes of something, and you just stop, and something clicks in your head, and you go, "Oh, I don't. It doesn't have to be this way," or "Oh, I can do this differently." Maybe that's the the little sign that that grace is in action. I don't know. I, I I can tell you. I know. I know what it feels like. But putting this into words is not the easiest thing, as we've said three times already. <laughs> At least three. <laughs> that explains why we say grace before dinner. Yes, yeah. we're asking for blessings. We're grateful for the meal. But that definition of grace is also handy in that situation because we're making space between the craziness of our day and the meal which we're about to partake. So there's that little space that we give ourselves that is grace, that little stop, that little pause that we do before we go on to the next thing that allows us to recognize all of the beneficial qualities around us and within us. And that, that deep breath that we take to just change gears. You know who exhibits grace on a regular basis? People who have severe illness. Yeah, they might lose their patience. Yeah, they might not feel 100% a lot of the time. But there are a lot of times also when those are the people who understand grace better than I do and know how to live with it and through it and exhibit it through their illness. They're good examples. Yeah, and and one of the best examples that comes to my mind right now, and I'm I'm saying this for a reason, I don't know what the reason is yet, but I'm saying this for a reason, is <clears throat> Linda Ronstadt, you know, there's a, uh, there was a documentary they did on her, and I've, I've watched it a couple of times, and here's a person who was probably one of the, <clears throat> the best vocalists in the world ever, 
and she she doesn't sing anymore because of Parkinson's. But her attitude, and when they they talk to her and they say, "How do you deal with this?" and there's two things that she said that I just will always remember. And 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 that the first one was, "Well, you just do radical acceptance." And this is what I've got, and this is where it is. And uh, the other one, which is only semi-related, but this guy was saying, you were on the cover of Rolling Stone. And her answer to that was the best answer I've ever heard everywhere. She said, so what? Because That's a for good her, answer. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and she said it twice. She said, so what? Because it, all, it was all about the music for her. It was all about the singing. But um, to have that incredible... Um, amazing presence in the world and then just simply be removed from it and have it removed from you your whatever it is you did that you loved more than anything in the world and she is doing it with such grace and the fact she could have gone and hidden and yet she's you know still present in some ways and and allowing herself to be uh, interviewed and and being being still being put out there instead of going and hiding and i think that that is the ultimate of grace and we see it of course in everyday people but to have but to do it publicly that to me just adds another level of grace to it because you know she was at such a peak she could have just gone and hidden and said okay i can't let people see me like this and she's not the only one she's just the most recent example of of you know i have seen this in it's she's grace in action at this point as as far as i'm concerned and so i maybe we recognize grace in other people more than we recognize grace in our life our own lives maybe that's part of it that window on the other side of the street and it's yes. your reflection but you don't know it until yeah. you look over there yeah, yeah muhammad ali michael j fox so many people who are are really good examples of that but again it's it's recognition on their part and recognition on our part, how we see them. And it's also maturity on their part to know, to make a decision what's important in life and what isn't. Right. And maybe that's another part of grace is that learning to recognize, understand what is important, what's meaning, what's, what's really meaningful, maybe not so much what's important, but what's meaningful. And, you know, what, what, what makes my life, my life, and what makes me who I am. And, and then inside that, what's important? What do I want to embrace? And what do I want to release? There's a lot to this grace thing, isn't there? Yeah, we thought all of these topics were going to be simple. And when we started talking about each one of them, there's just layer after layer after layer. And it's very fascinating. But I have to say, for the first 11 episodes, we've been dreading this one because we knew it would be, <laughs> we knew it would stretch us more than some of, even more than some of the other ones did. They all stretched us quite a bit. But that's yes. what's so wonderful about our superpowers. We yes. have them, but then we get to unfold them. We get to open them up like a gift and see what are they really all about and how do they fit on me? when I try to wear them. Each of these superpowers is just so cool. I'm glad I have them. And you know, I am too. And I am really glad that you mentioned this unfolding because it's, uh, we talk so much in New Thought about 
the law of attraction and attracting all of these things in. And it's so important to understand that every single one of these superpowers that we've talked about, we already have, and they they are essentially like a cape that is folded up and we get to open up wherever it is that, that they're stored and unfold them. And sometimes you just unfold one little corner, you know, think about, oh, I just want to look at this. And then as you work with it, you start to unfold it little by little. Very rarely do we just take out the whole thing and shake it out and there's the cape. I think we unfold it in increments. But I the, the whole unfolding to me is so much easier to work with than, oh, I have to attract this power into me, or I have to find it and make it work. If I can unfold, oh my goodness, what a graceful way to do it. What a graceful way to work with all of those different aspects. And we still have the box. It's not as if you just get to glance at the corner of the cape, and then you have to give it away. You still have it. It's right. still, it's, it may be in the closet or it might be you know, on the table in front of you, but either way, you have that superpower. It's yours, whether you look at it every day or just bring it out every once in a while. Whether or not you recognize it, you still have it. Yeah, and there's those days where I feel like I probably sent it out to the cleaners, but I know it's going to come back. Yeah, exactly. I don't think capes, superpower capes never get dirty. <laughs> Well, I just have those days where I feel like I sent it somewhere and it's like, oh, no, it's still here. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. But unfolding to me is just uh, that works so well for my for my brain, the way I, I see the world, as opposed to trying to I, I, it comes back to not trying to make things happen as well. Whatever it is, is it's un, unfolding. And there was somebody the other day said that they didn't really um that they that they know that everything happens in its time and they were feeling very frustrated because they really felt like sometimes we can push the push the envelope so to speak hmm. and then a, a, a subsequent conversation came from that is the deal is is that if you then try to force a situation um, you might clear it up but there are certain cycles that didn't finish so you get to do parts of it again and so allowing something to move along gracefully and, and doing all of the steps, I think you work through it more, well, you work through it, and then you're done, as opposed to just forcing it. So that's the, another way that grace comes in, in terms of um, there's that internal grace, and then there's this external grace of going with that flow and simply walking the steps, doing the steps of whatever's in front of you, and completing that cycle so you can leave it behind and be done. There is a strong connection then to the grace of movement and the spiritual meaning of grace. There is, yes. More than we may have known. And maybe that's why we describe grace uh, in terms of movement so much, or movement in terms of grace so much, is because, um, yeah, it's one of those... Grace is a concept. <laughs> it's an idea. And when you're in the flow, since you were talking about flow, when you're in the flow, you physically move in that same state of grace, that, that um, physical exhibit of grace. 
So grace is what we name something. I don't think grace is a thing in and of itself. I think grace is what we call an energy and experience um, because we have to name it something. But maybe grace isn't actually an entity or an, an energy in and of itself. Maybe it's just what we name something that makes us feel better. Then the color of the cape for grace would be white, because white is all of the colors, right? Absolutely. Fifth grade science, white is the culmination and combination of all of the colors. So grace, rather than having its own color, is the culmination and combination of all of our other superpowers, not just the 11 others we talked about in this series, but maybe even more talents and blessings beyond that. So my grace cape is white. And and so would mine be. I agree with you that it is the it is the culmination of all of them. And um, you know, we just decided to name 12, 12 things to talk about, but um, you know, someone else might might have an energy that they they call something else, and it's our ability. All of these, the superpower that we have is the ability to be human and walk through this life and be happy and content and um, do the very best we can with what we have. And whatever aspect of the superpowers works for you is, is the one that, that you'll be using in any one moment. And you might name it something different than what we had on our list right now, this time. You might call it something completely different. I mean, if we had had a lot of time to research, it'd be interesting to see what grace translates to in other languages. That would be interesting, but we can all do our own individual homework on that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason, I'm, I'm wondering what the African um, uh, countries would, how the, they would, uh, what they would say about grace, or you know. So that would that would be an, an entire other conversation. And you're right; everybody can we can do our own research on that and figure out figure that out. But you know, what does it mean to be for grace in in some other culture? culturally, geographically, and spiritually, mm -hmm. all of those variations and combinations will have different ways to view grace, but all correct. And that's true of, of all 12 of the superpowers that we've looked at in this yeah. series. We're all going to define them differently. We're all going to accept them differently. We're all going to use them and exhibit them differently. But that's what makes it so cool. We all have these superpowers with different expressions. And what I want to say is, and that's the grace in all of that, is that it's not a one-size-fits-all. Nobody has to follow any any particular directions. It's like, here is this here is here are these ideas. Here are these we're we're, we're talking about about these these specific things that we've named, but how does it work for you and how do you use it in any one moment? And you might be in a situation where you think it calls for courage, and then as you move through it, you're realizing that it actually calls for enthusiasm or, you know, and when you change your perspective on what what is called for in the moment, that gives you another way to to move through something and flow with it. It's like, oh, 
right now, I don't need to do this. I need to change my perspective. Or right now, oh, I'm trying to do this in a way that's not working. What if I try this other superpower? And sometimes just changing your focus. Almost always changing your focus will change the direction of everything that you're doing. That explanation was so wonderful. And it leads me back to two of the explanations that I gave at the beginning. Makes me feel like maybe those were good explanations of how I view grace. Andra tutto bene, everything will be okay. And grace will lead us home. And I feel... I feel graced by having done this series with you, Donna. It's, um, yeah, because it has been an interesting flow. We have walked in here, sat down, and just started to talk about these. We've both done little, little bits of research along the way, but for the most part, we've just sat down here and done pretty much a raw conversation of what does this mean to you and figured it out along the way in front of each other. And this has been an amazing 12 weeks for me and I can't tell you how much I appreciate your coming to play with me. I am so glad that you allowed me to play with you. This has been an extraordinary experience for me as well. But it's not just about the two of us. We serve as an example about what everybody who listens to this series or even one episode of this series can do. Sitting down with yourself looking in the mirror or with other people you know, and just exploring any one of these concepts, any one of these superpowers, just see where it'll take you. You'll be thinking about it and expressing it in ways that you never have before. And you'll walk away from every conversation as Deborah and I have from this series, walk away with it, walk away from it with new insights and new miracles in your life. And I think that says it all. And this is the end of the 12-week series. I'm not sure what's coming next. We'll, we'll see next week. But Donna, it's been an honor and a grace-filled, powerful 12 weeks. And I will be forever grateful that you came to do this with me. Likewise. Thank you for this opportunity to explore our superpowers. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.